Agenda setting conversations of the day. Well, new reforms coming from the Justice Department around whistleblowing legislation, and these things usually come to the same problem. How do you protect someone who's blowing the whistle on corruption when the person who is committing the alleged corruption is superior to them and has more power, superior in the organization? Cynthia Stimple is the Executive Director at Whistleblower House. Cynthia, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me on your show this morning. Do these proposals go far enough is the obvious first question. Um, I've reviewed the recommendations and obviously I started reviewing all the uh, the research that's been done. So up front, I'd like to say well done on the Department of Justice for doing all the research, both from an international basis and from a continental basis on Africa. Um, however, through the recommendations, it does not cover everything. So firstly, it omits any discussion around how health, mental health will be taken care of or physical health. Most whistleblowers have suffered through mental stress and even deeper than that, the knock-on effect for their family. So that's not covered at all. Um, there's no talk or discussion around employment. So whistleblowers lose their jobs and their careers destroyed, the reputations destroyed. There is nothing discussed. How do they uh, make reparations around that? How do we reemploy them? How do we get them back in the system? Um, many are young and have the ability and the skills and now are sitting out on the sidelines. And then obviously there's this um, uh, reference made for uh, the legis- uh well, obviously this is a discussion document which we are grateful for because it gives us the opportunity to review it and give comments. So it also states that it should the SA Human Rights Commission should look at um, taking care of all protected disclosures, which is also a great avenue. However, there's no discussion around how, the when, the why, and the capacity. So maybe we could add value there. Shall I stop there? So, <laughs> so the do you believe, yeah, I mean, do you believe that um, what you're suggesting, and this is the consultation phase, we all know and we've learned, mm. particularly during state capture era, how important this is. Do you believe that you recommend, mm. let me put this another way, do you believe that you, Whistleblower House, and people in the position you were in are being listened to now by government? I am not sure, Stephen, if I have to say it honestly. I, um, what I am uh, happy about that this document has been done, there's research, and that they now open it to public. That's the one part. The, uh, secondly, though, is they could have consulted with us beforehand before they went out to seek external um, research done like in Canada and Uganda, etc., um, and reading this over this weekend, I read on the NHI, and apparently there has been over four years of, of um, information sent to government on the NHI. And what's recently written in an article from Discovery is that um, government didn't take that into play at all or when they propose when they. Um, confirmed the bill the, uh, recently. So my concern is we're going to do this. We want to do it. All interested parties are ready to do it and we will give recommendation. We hope, 
I can't say that this that they will listen to us. We're hoping that they do listen to us because it is about whistleblowers and the plight they suffered. It's not about just putting a legislation in place and then saying we've ticked the box. Cynthia Stimple, thank you, Executive Director at Whistleblower House. You're with SAFM leading the conversation. It's 8 o'clock. Outurance will go out of their way to try and save you money on your car insurance. If they can't, ask for 500 rand. SMS out to 38462. Now that's good news.